Alright, hi guys. I'm so sorry about last week, but things were just happening. The election was like, I thought we were going to know on Tuesday, which was a naive indication of my experience of watching elections. So I wanted to push this episode off because it's important to me. But I'm here, unfortunately, on Google Hangouts because this is the first time we have not lived together in a very long time with my best friend, Allie, who you guys have heard a lot about. And she's the Sagittarius I always talk about on TikTok. Al, what's up? What's up, girl? So excited to be debuting on the podcast. Yeah, guys, I kid you not when I say, first of all, there's nobody that I have better banter with in my whole life. Like, first of all, looking at her face right now, I'm like beaming. Like, I've been beaming for a full five minutes watching Allie, like, eat dinner on Hangout. Because <laughs> seriously, there hasn't been one moment in our career as best friends that, like, we haven't been together until now. Yeah. This is like one of the first. But basically, I want to first start talking about how we met. And I, like in the first podcast episode, told you guys I was in a sorority. And basically, like the best thing that came out of that was meeting Allie. And, but on bid day of our sorority, we did not know each other. We did not know each other. Yeah. Wait, I'm pretty sure. Okay. What really like strikes me as weird is that we didn't know each other existed before, like, on Michigan's campus and then the minute we met it was like game over like no looking at the midday pictures and we're on like opposite ends of the sorority park it's like hilarious it's just that like after the day I met you I just knew it was over so like there was just like it was really strange it was really strange to me that I had existed at Michigan for a month like what did I do I don't know I actually can't comprehend who I spoke to but Basically, our sorority was having, like, a little meetup um, to, like, meet the girls, and it was at my dorm in, like, a conference room, so everyone came for dinner. <laughs> cracking up. Everyone came for dinner, but not, wait, not everyone, like, ten people came for dinner, and Allie just happened to be one of them, and I, like, came down for dinner. Were we sitting across from each other? Yeah, we and sitting- I, like, I knew nobody at the table, like, I had no friends at that point, like, that were at the dinner. Okay, neither did I. I literally knew no one. But there was one girl in my dorm, so I was kind of talking to her. And then I was eating, like, a bowl of chicken. And I, like, distinctly remember Allie asking me, like, if the chicken was good. And I was, like, kind of, do you want to get ice cream? And then we went to the ice cream machine. And, like, I literally can remember standing there with her being, like, over. It's over. Like, it's over. (laughs) And then, well, then I had this, like, boyfriend kind of at the time that was long distance. And his mom sent me, like, gigantic M&Ms in the mail, like, mega M&Ms. And so Allie was like, oh, did, can I, like, hang out here until, like, the, like, conference room thing? And I was like, yeah, come up to my room. And we just lied on the floor and ate M&Ms. And, like, that's when I knew. <laughs> oh, my God. That's when I knew. But there is something kind of weird, which is, like, I don't – how did we find out about, like, our dogs and grandma and brother? I think so I think just like as we were getting to know each other like Eli was like oh my brother Jack and I was like oh wait my brother Jack and then she was like oh like my dog Sammy and I was like oh wait my dog Sammy <laughs> and then we like look and we have the same exact type of dog a King Charles Cavalier named Sammy and then the weirdest one she was like my grandpa's name is Bob and I was like wait my grandpa's name is Bob and then I was like what's his wife's name like what's your grandma's name <laughs> and she said i am and that's my grandma's name wait and then you were like is it on your mom or dad's and they're both on the moms like it's like, it's a little that one that one really sealed the deal for me because like, <laughs> like 
Jack and Sammy kind of common. The Cavalier thing, weird. But then, like, yeah. Bob and Diane. Yeah, that's Bob a, and Diane. That's yeah. a rare combo. Like, I haven't met anyone with the name Diane <laughs> in so long. In forever. <laughs> so, like, I think that. So, obviously, before then, I was like, oh, we're going to be best friends. But, like, when I heard that, I was like, this is, like, some universe, like, intervention. Yeah, soulmates. It was really, like, a soulmate situation. But obviously we didn't live together freshman year and Allie lived like, can you explain Oxford? <laughs> Cause they, these people, like people listening, like to hear about Michigan. So can you explain to them Oxford as a dorm? So Michigan has like the central campus with like all the nice dorms. There's like four really nice ones or three really nice ones. And then there's like two that are super far off that suck. And then like when me and my freshman year roommate got our housing assignment, it was Oxford, which is like none of those. And so it's just like weird one in the middle, kind of like, in the middle of a forest, like, right by, like, all the fraternities. It's just super random. Um, but basically, I lived there, and Eli lived in one of, like, the best ones on Central Campus. So she – I would literally sleep over in her twin, like, every other weekend. Like, every weekend, it would be like, oh, is it a Wednesday if Allie isn't, like, sleeping over in the twin – like, the crib. Like, the, the beds at Michigan look like cribs. Also, like, I can't explain yeah. it. But they look like a raised crib, how it's, like, gated off. And if you have it raised up, it looks like you're, like, an infant. But Allie's dorm, just, like, it was actually an oasis. But they had, like, a late-night food thing. Yeah. They had, like, a late late night chicken maker. So that was, like, always a plus for us. But it was really nice because the midpoint to our dorms was basically Starbucks, kind of. Mm -hmm. Like, and we kind of, like, really spent some time there. And I think the ironic thing is, like, I would, like, want to talk about boys with Allie or something, and I do not know how to have an inside voice, and Allie's, like, very aware of things going on around her, but I'm simply not. Like, she can explain to you, but, like, when we're walking together, you'll be like, oh, did you see that? And I'm like, what? You just, like, constantly loop to, like, everything around her. So, like, I would be screaming about, like, my ex-boyfriend and Allie, and he would be, like, sitting there. We would in Starbucks, and I would be, like, sobbing, like, tears, tears dripping down her face, like, screaming about, like, her ex who just did something mean to her and like all these girls that are like friends with him with like Starbucks I'm like Eli please settle down like they're like sitting at the table next to us like drinking coffee and then 20 minutes later I'll get a text from him being like heard you're sobbing at Starbucks (laughs) like okay but that Starbucks became like our home like early on early on home and we would always set like study I don't remember what I was studying because I like so wait, tell them about your like majors in college and how you like switched around. <laughs> she was so like, I- the backpacking. <laughs> <laughs> I would backpack my classes like up until like final exams. <laughs> <laughs> so like at Michigan, there's a drop ad deadline and like you can drop a class up until like two weeks before the final, like literally and not have a penalty. And Allie would be like switching her major like two weeks before finals. <laughs> so I went into school like I don't even know what my major was but I was thinking okay I'm gonna apply to the business school and then I failed calculus so that I couldn't apply to the business school and then I was like okay I'm gonna be an architecture major I love art this is great I started majoring that and then that summer and I interned at a firm and hated it and then I switched to psychology so she actually had stuff to study though and she did entrepreneurship which we'll have to touch on in a bit oh, entrepreneurship as my minor and <laughs> that's crucial. yeah that's crucial but basically like 
Allie like actually had stuff to study but I don't know what I was studying but we'd always go to the Starbucks and we would get candy from CVS and the CVS in Ann Arbor like some weird stuff goes on like we would see people like (laughs) there was a woman one time that robbed the entire CVS and was running down the road and like the employees no she walked out she had a full cart of like 10 bottles of wine like all these chocolates and just walked out and the CVS workers were like Oh, there she is again. Like she always steals. Wasn't really like, are you gonna do anything? <laughs> and then one time, Allie and I saw someone take off their wig and throw it out, and buy a new wig from CVS and cut the tag out, ask them for scissors, and put it on and leave the store. And we were like, oh, all right. So we would always go there. Like we just felt really at home there, and we would always go like constantly. And we'd bring candy to the Starbucks, and then during our like little study session like 45 minutes in we would get hungry and we would go across the street to this like sushi restaurant and like the sushi is a little questionable there like I don't know like how they normally like make sushi rolls but like it just doesn't really look like sushi it's like no it's like it's like four dollars for a roll and the roll has like these huge cubes of tuna (laughs) and the spicy tuna roll you know how normally it's like mixed up it's like just the tuna roll with like a sauce like a very mysterious sauce on top and we'd go and get like four rolls and people would be like what the fuck are you guys doing (laughs) but basically like our habits were like a little strange freshman year we also like would pregame in my dorm all the time and I kept protein bars cold in the fridge and we thought it was like (laughs) A really good, like, post-dinner snack to do, like, a quick protein bar at the pregame. <laughs> oh, my God. But then, wait, please explain the day I come home and you're cutting up the protein bars in the living room. Oh, my God. We were obsessed with one bars. Like, we had, like, a one. It's, like, the one bar protein bar brand. We had, like, a one bar every single day. And so, like, they several, have, like, a We had, like, six every day. <laughs> We, we, would, we would be on the bar diet where we, like, literally only eat power bars, protein bars. We would count how many. It would be, like, 900 grams of protein in six bars. Like, that was my max effort. <laughs> so, Eli, like, does, Eli, like, always is, like, a trigger finger when it comes to, like, purchases. And so she purchased, like, every single bar flavor that they have, which is, like, 30 different bars. Can you, like, attach a picture of this with this? No, yeah, I li- I'm literally going to post the picture on the Instagram, you guys, so you can see it. So there's, like, 30 flavors of this, and so I, like, laid them all out on the table and, like, cut off a little square of each for both of us, and we did a taste test and read it. <laughs> but uh, the funny part about it was, was, like, we planned this, and, like, the plan was, like, we were in, like, a bed- in my junior, our junior year, we'll explain our apartment, but we had a little, like, back oasis area for us to hang out. And we, like, the plan was to have, like, Chipotle dinner and, like, do the bar ranking and watch, like, a documentary. And, but I was, like, at the gym and I came back and she had, like, organized the bars and was cutting them with a knife into small squares, like a little, like, appetizer that you would, like, taste. (laughs) And I still have the ranking in my, like, phone notes. Yeah, so I haven't had a one bar since that year. I think it's just too much. No, we, like, went through phases with the bars, so, like, both of us were really big into Kind Bars and Quest Bars in high school. And then we, like, transitioned to the ones, which I don't even remember how. But then we transitioned to the Perfect Bars, and that became very lethal. Like, there was a couple times senior year where I ate, like, five of those and called it a day. 
I'm serious. One time, Ali, one time, Ali got. It was no, no. It wasn't like five by the end of the day. It would be ten a.m. Well, the problem is, like, we wake up at six, starving, and have like four or five bars. <laughs> And then we're like, is it healthy to have, like, 90 grams of protein before 12? Like, before noon? <laughs> and the other thing is we would eat dinner at 4.30. Like, that would be, like, full dinner. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it started because freshman year, we would sit outside the dining hall and wait for them to open their doors. Like, we'd literally sit there, because like, a line would form. But they opened at 5. <laughs> So we would just sit there. We'd sit and wait. And, like, the people that worked the dining hall were probably like, okay, like, what the hell? They loved us. Wait, well, sophomore year, we got a meal plan because the sorority house was far away and the food wasn't good. And this is, like, actually comical. So we didn't really, like, look into the finances. But it was, like, $1,000 for, like, 10, ten meals. Like, ten <laughs> meals. And so we, like, bought the $1,000 plan. And then one day I was like, it's kind of weird that we come here and we only get yogurt parfaits and cereal. And, like, it costs that much money. Like, how much does it cost to come in and, like, for one meal? Because you could go, like, per meal, too, if you just have, like, blue bucks on your M card, which is, like, the Michigan card. And it cost, like, $6.50 to have one meal. But with our plan, we were paying, like, $20 every time we went. And so we called our dads and we were like, we think something's wrong. And they were like, you girls are so dumb. Like, Yeah, I think it was, like, parenting and they were visiting. And we were all at breakfast and we were like, you – well, no, the parents encouraged the meal plan, I think. And we were like, wait, we just, like, did the math and we're paying way more with this. And then they were like, oh, no, you guys are, like, both so bad at math. Like, there's no way. And then they did the math, and and it was like twenty dollars per parfait. And like when we say parfait, we are getting Greek yogurt, peanut butter, and cereal, and just like chunking it around. That was it, yeah. And leaving, like or like a bowl of Nutella and peanut butter, eating it and leaving for a meal. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of a bit of a problem, but basically, after like our freshman year, I think it was just like a good foundation for our friendship. We really built. Yeah, we built it up. We did like a hometown visit in the spring like on a whim we wanted to go to like a dance and we both got asked but like I don't know how to say this but not by the right person like we wanted to go to the dance with someone else we yeah we both we both like had a crush on like somebody and then like somebody else asked each of us from that group of people and not the person that we like desired and so we both we were like really devastated like we were devastated, and so we, like, f- like flew to Arizona from Michigan. Yeah, we texted my mom, and we're, like, we're kind of sad. <laughs> Come to Arizona and just book this place. And then we literally, like, literally went to Arizona, had the best time, and all I remember from that trip was going to Dairy Queen for my first time ever. But, like, that, that really capped off our freshman year. Other than yeah. the fact that there used to be a burger fry in Ann Arbor, which is, I don't know if you guys know what that is. I, it's a national chain, right? Um, yeah. We have it in Arizona, too. So it's, like, right on campus. And Allie and I went on St. Patrick's Day and just, like, did some damage. Like, we were there with other people. Those people left. And we ate literally all their food, all our food. Like, multiple course meal in the middle of the day. In the middle of the day. The next day, there's an eviction sign in Burger Pie. Like, we left. We're gone. Closed. We we literally shut down Burger We pie. shut down Burger Pie. And my dad always calls it Wi-Fi Burger. And he's like, remember when you guys shut down Wi-Fi Burger? And it's like, 
I don't know if it's still okay this year it got changed but for two years it was like musty in the windows like burger fi like it was still there <laughs> just like so Ann Arbor so Ann Arbor but basically then we decided we were gonna live together sophomore year it was like a given but we had to live in the house like it's required <laughs> it, was, it was a pretty rough on our first night going out in scrapa to like our first party we had these temporary bigs and we kept telling everybody that we were gonna live together and then the bigs were like don't say that that's like embarrassing because like you're probably not like you barely know each other and like everybody says that and we were like no we're like actually gonna live together like we're positive and then we ended up like we just knew but everybody was like, guys, stop. Like, that's so awkward. We're like, people do this every year on bid day, and, like, you don't want to do that. Oh. You don't want to be those people. And we're like, no, we know. I'm like, I'm confirmed. So then we go to the housing points, because, like, you had to have a certain amount of points to get a, to get a room. So, like, if you wanted a good double, you had to have, like, a good amount of points. And the points came from, like, going to stuff, I guess. Or, like, I don't really know how you got them. <laughs> no, the points came from, like, if you, like – participated at all in the sorority you would like get a point and Eli was like I don't how are you number one I did a Eli sober monitor I I was like sober monitor on St. Patrick's Day but I actually wasn't sober they just thought I did it okay so Eli had number like the number one amount of points in the sorority <laughs> and Eli was looking at the points <laughs> just where we would rank in terms of like rim selection and she's like Ali, they forgot to put you on the list And then she just kept scrolling down. <laughs> she was literally last. I was the last name out of like 67. And so, um, so we averaged out to like dead middle. And so I was like, all right, what are we going to do? So we had like, it was fine. It ended up being fun. But we ended up living in a four person bedroom that was the size of what maybe a two person should have been in bunk beds. And you would think that, like, it would stop weird shit from happening. Like, everybody would just realize that, like, this situation was a situation, like, not to, like, do anything (laughs) drastic. But, of course, like, everything was drastic. Like, people were getting up at five. People had boys over, like, in the thing. (laughs) 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 Allie had a top bunk (laughs) because she had the least amount of points out of the four of us. And me and this other girl had a bottom. And sometimes she had the guy over and I'd look over and he was <laughs> <laughs> me in bed with her and like two feet away in bed. There's no moving room. Like I would literally like like look above my head and Allie's bed. Like the bunk beds were not like equipped. They were like so like broken. <laughs> and it would be like sagging and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> We're gonna die. Like, we're gonna die. And the TV room was right below us, which is, like, fine. (laughs) But it was so loud. And, like, the one other girl would sometimes, like, stomp. And they would text, like, can you guys please stop stomping up there? Like, we know it's you. (laughs) And we would just be, like, lying in our room. It was just, like, always, there was always a situation. And, like, the house mom was fine, but, like, she had men over, like, often. And then our friend, one of our friends, like, went into, like, had to ask the house mom a question and, like, knocked. And the house mom was like, oh, come in. And she walked in and the house mom was, like, scooting with the man. And, we're, like, and then we would be like, oh, like, 
we would try to like make conversation with her and she'd be like I'm so annoyed with like how healthy they're cooking today like I really want like a bloated baked potato soup and the food was like burger bar like it wasn't that healthy the burger bar. I remember when she was like, I think we need more butter around here. Like, they need to cook up with some, they need to cook the eggs with, like, more butter. I'm like, wait, the eggs? Also, the, Eli and I had a formal we were going to. Like, our sorority was having a formal. <laughs> and, like, right before our dates come, we're like, oh, we're going to eat, like, so healthy. Like, it's a burger bar. We're just going to eat, like, a burger with no bun. And, like, we're going to look so good in our dresses. <laughs> we ate, like, <laughs> we both had, like, five fatties. <laughs> We had like five baths. <laughs> we were sitting there and we we're like, okay, we have two hours. Like, we're gonna look pretty good in our dresses. We both get like one patty, some vegetables, like on a bed of lettuce. And then we're like, okay, let's just like go back for one more, like maybe some fries. And then like each time we went back, it started to become like progressively worse. <laughs> Until we were like, all right, it's over. There was like, yeah. there was like some redeeming meals, which was like that and the brisket and. <laughs> The brisket. The brisket. And, like, occasionally they would have, like, a good dessert. But, like, more often than not, the food would be, like, a bell pepper. And you'd be like, what is this? It was, yeah. So, there was actually, like, not much to report other than that there was a vacant guest bedroom. So, when we wanted a one-on-one, we would go in and just, like, lock ourselves in. But I think people started to, like, catch on to us because they would, like, lock the doors and, like, hide the keys and shit. Because we would, like, go in the vacant guest bedroom and just, like, chat and, like, get our snacks. And, like, we just needed a one-on-one. It was very overwhelming. You live with 65 people. Like, you're not going to, like, feel alone ever. And in a quad. The quad. And so once they started, like, locking us out of the vacant bedroom, we, like, found the closet. <laughs> and one time... We, like, and we wouldn't want people to know we were sitting in there. It was, like, a walk-in. So, one time we were eating, like, Nutella and candy in the closet. And we were just, like, having a moment. Like, no no one needed to know. And one of I, like, popped out of the closet to go get our water bottles. And the closet was across, like, the hallway from our bedroom. And at the same time that I opened the closet and Allie's head was, like, popping behind me, our roommate opened the bedroom door and we all were just, like, staring at each other. And she was, like... What are you guys doing? And then she came in the closet and there was like snacks all over. Like we had decorated. <laughs> there were like green lights we had decorated. <laughs> there was like a bean bag. Like we'd really made it our own. And the people were and like everyone in the house, like really everyone in the house was like, what's going on? But like ended up being fine. Um but that year everyone goes on spring break to Mexico, but we didn't want to go. So we decided to go to New York and stay in my parents' apartment in Staten Island with our other roommate. And one night we were hanging out with our really good guy friend. And, like, he said he didn't want to go to Mexico. And we were all drinking. So we mentioned to him that he could come. But we were, we were like. <laughs> I had a total trip. It was, like, a girl's trip. And then, like, next day sends Eli, like, the flight information. And it's like, I'm coming. But the, the thing here is. <laughs> I ended up to move my flight to a later date to go visit Eli. So Eli was like alone. So like <laughs> he was flying to my house and gonna be there for like 36 hours without Allie. And like in the group it would have been fine. And he's fine, like it was fine, but like my family was like, what's going on? And like he literally like, we had to go get him from the airport. He literally showed up and then we like spent the whole entire vacation like with him. And he was like <laughs> 
our good friend, but we weren't like, like it wasn't like how me and Allie are. And like literally one one of the days we were like in the city and he was like, I'm just gonna go to the Met. I'm gonna go to the Met. And we were like, what? Like that wasn't on the agenda. We like had a whole plan and like we were going to watch the Mis- Michigan basketball game or something. And he's like, I'm just gonna hit the Met. See you guys in a bit. <laughs> we are like, okay. What about the Sombrero? And then, so, so there's this Mexican place. I'm gonna take over. <laughs> yeah, you really need to go because this was like really your time to shine at this point. <laughs> when like I don't, we found heaven in like Gringos that night. Like, okay, so I had just broken up with my ex, and then our friend was just like really feeling himself that night. So we were in this place called Los Gringos with these like hanging sombreros all over the wall, and I was like drinking a margarita, sobbing. You guys. What were you doing? <laughs> I, I don't really remember. Well, I was like, getting. I know I was embarking into a new relationship. You were, yeah, you were dating. I was like getting into a new relationship, like trying to like FaceTime and be flirty. And it was our other friend's birthday, and she was having like an emotional birthday. Basically, there was a lot going on. Our friend was having an emotional birthday. Allie had just broken up with her ex. Our other guy friend was having like a weird situation. And then I was like trying to FaceTime my like very new boyfriend. And everybody was on different energy levels, but, like, our guy friend went into the bathroom, and when he came out, like, 20 minutes later, he was wearing a sombrero, and so we were like, oh, and he speaks fluent Spanish, so, like, everybody in the restaurant loved him, so he was getting us, like, free tequila shots, and Allie and I also got the sombreros, because they were, like, huge and, like, really nice. Um, Allie and I put ours back, and he wore his out of the restaurant when they closed, and he was, like, sprinting around, like, the complex where the apartment is with the sombrero, and he ran into a cactus, like, wearing this. <laughs> ran into a cactus, like, wipes out. He goes, I trans sombrero first into a cactus. Then we, like, go to bed, whatever. The next day, we wake up. <laughs> was that the night? Yeah, that was the night. <laughs> it was just a lot. And the next day, we wake up. And he goes, Eli, this is so bad. You stole their sombrero. And I was like, literally, no, I didn't. You did. Like, you had no idea. I was like, what are you doing? So then he had to bring it back to them at, like, 10 a.m. and be like, like, I'm sorry. And they were like, we love you, like, our little klepto. Like, they loved him. And we were like, okay. But it was just, like, quite the trip. Like, we had- It was, like, the climax of the trip, probably. No, the fireboat. But that was, like, our sophomore year. And then, obviously, we were going to live together junior year. So, basically, we got this apartment. And we had a three-bedroom. And our other friend decided not to come back to school. So, basically, like, our landlord was, like, if you guys want to, like, move into a different apartment and then she doesn't have to pay her lease anymore, it's a random five-bedroom with three random people that you've never met. So, we were, like, okay, that's fine. Like, we'll help her out. And, like, they were, like, it's a bigger, like, space and, like, there's two living rooms, so, like, whatever, and, like, we saw, like, the mock-up of it, and, like, there, in between our rooms, there was, like, a little living room, so we were, like, okay, that's nice, we'll have our own space, but then we asked, like, can we please, like, see who the people are before we move in, and she said yes, but never gave them to us, so we went in blind, like, to our apartment, which, like, would have been fine, but it was just, it really wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, so our first night, it's me, Eli, a girl, and then two guys. <laughs> we hosted, like, a little event. We hosted a little event, and the girl 
the next day I ended up getting kicked out of our apartment. <laughs> yeah, she, it just like really the energy was bad. Um, and there's a whole there was a whole situation, and like one of the boys like worked for the apartment buildings. <laughs> like he like had a job there like I think because he like and yeah it was just like a lot of chaos like we think he had a job there and then like the other one was a fifth year senior who like had one class to pass we still like one of our best friends shout out Jeremy so Jeremy was a fifth year senior and then the third person that ended up or like the third boy was great but Jeremy was a fifth year senior and he had one pat one class to be in so he was always home so we like actually ended up being friends with him and like saw him again our senior year he visited but it was just like the energy in the apartment was like very chaotic yeah and jeremy's best friend would sleep over like on our couch like every night so it was kind of like the four amigos that year yeah it really was and then <laughs> and then on halloween we like went out with them to get hot dogs, and we were dressed up like Napoleon Dynamite and Pedro. Like, we were, like, really connected with the two of them, but the other people that lived in the apartment was just very much so, like, a journey. Um, so, and, but that year, Allie ended up being a D1 athlete, if you want to explain. <laughs> so, I was, like kind of working out a lot for me that year. Like, I was doing, like, two jogs a day, which is, like, a lot for me. And then I got an email one day when I was, like, on the treadmill, and it was, like, come try out for the Michigan rowing team if you, like, if you were a high school athlete, if you're still athletic. So I was, like, okay, why not? Like, I'm not doing anything right now besides school. So I went and tried out for, like, two weeks. Well, so I sent Eli – I sent my Eli and the random housemates a picture of myself, and I was, like – because they're like, where are you, Allie? And I was like, oh, I'm actually like at rowing track. And we were like, I was like, no, you're not. And then I tracked her, and she was like in a field. Yeah, so I then I tried out for two weeks. It was like morning and night tryouts, and then I ended up like randomly making the team. So she ends up fully making the team. And <laughs> I literally had never heard of, like, I had no idea what rowing was. Had never heard of, like, any of that. Yeah, and so she literally makes this D1, like, she's a D1 athlete. And then she's at practice literally three times a day. Every day. Yeah, but I was so bad. Like, the worst person on the team. Okay, but she stuck it out for, like, a good amount of time. Um, and I would just remember, like, Allie, like, going to practice at, like, 5.30 in the morning. And then, like, I mean, we're early risers, so, like, didn't really make a difference. But, like, she would get up so early, and then she would have to go back again in the evening. Yeah. But, like, she was a D1 athlete that year. So, like, that the, those were the highlights of that year. And then also um, we watched – all of Love Island. I don't know, like, you guys know I'm not a huge TV person, but, like, Love Island, we were, like, re we basically, like, our favorite season is the one with Chris and Kem. I don't know if you guys are, like, familiar. If you guys are familiar, I'm Chris and Eli's, like, oh, thousand percent Kem. <laughs> Eli is, like, the definition of Kem. I, like, Girl. look a little bit like Kem. And, like, before Chris and Kem were even, like, an item in Love Island, they, like, resonated with us and then like all of a sudden they started to like blow off like the girls they they're blowing off like amber and what what's her name olivia girls want to date them and they're like nah we're just here for like the brotherhood <laughs> That's us. and they made a music well first of all they would always go brother all the time so like my <laughs> name our names in each other's phone is brother 
but then also they yeah. made like this music video like i'm not really quite sure i said i'm kem i said i'm five foot ten like kem is actually not five ten i like kem is five seven <laughs> the fact that he says he's five ten that's actually disgusting so anyway we watched all that then we also watched what is the show with gypsy called um gypsy yeah it's that like show about the mom that has that like disease that she wants her kid to be sick with i think it's called gypsy rose it's called gypsy rose yeah we watched the whole thing though we were like obsessed with it yeah the act the act okay so we watched all that so then we got into like weird like serial killer phase and we watched like 10 Ted Bundy documentaries and then we started to watch like this show called The Killer Speaks. In- Wait, this is senior year though. Okay, this is senior year, but so Ted Bundy was junior year though. We like really got into Ted Bundy. Like that <laughs> Then senior year the killer speaks. So senior year we like <laughs> So we're, we're watching the killer speak. We got there a few episodes and all of a sudden we watch this one episode that features this girl named Dina. I think she like either like murdered or like like which it no, I think she like stole heroin and then murdered someone and we were like Wait, her and her uh, her and her husband like were a tag team where like he would lure in the victims and then the, she would help with the murder. But we just kind of like felt bad for her. Like she was like it, we just felt bad for her because like her story like it was just so sad, and she was like tear. She was like sobbing on the show. Like, also, why did the like documentary makers like force these people to talk? But basically, she like was sad because like she didn't like she got mentally manipulated by her husband into like killing people. Yeah. And so we would watch the Dina episode all the time, and then one time we were home alone, and we thought that we heard somebody running around in the ceiling. So we were home alone, and Eli lives in like. We have like four, or we have a basement, main floor, second floor, third floor, and Eli lives in the third floor, which is literally just like the, the attic. Yeah, and like, <laughs> we're like we were home alone, and there's like we're sleeping in her bed, and like we're watching the TV in her bed, and we hear like this tapping sound like on, on the ceiling, and like all of a sudden we're like, was there a voice? We start hearing voices in the ceiling, and we went outside and like tried to distinguish if somebody could have hidden in the wall. Oh yeah, so we had to like do the height measurements. But also one time, another time, Eli and I were home. We thought we heard a sound in the house. And we, we text our group chat, like our, our block group chat, and we're like, can someone please come over? Like, we think there's an intruder and we're so scared. Like, can any boys come over here? <laughs> Within seconds, there's this group of like 10 guys in our house. Like going, hello? Like screaming in the basement. And we were like. And of course, there was no one there. There was no one there. They leave. Uh, one of them adds me on Snapchat and Snapchats me, but he's literally 18 years old. So that could never happen. But I like I never wanted to walk by their house after that because I'm so embarrassed by that whole situation. But yeah. so there was a couple false alarms. But essentially senior year, we lived in this house and it was so fun. It was like on one of the main senior roads and we loved it. But for some reason, I like got the attic and it and it like <laughs> It was good for us because, like, we had a little space. It was, like, a big space. Yeah. It was good because we had, like, a nice space. But it was the worst room in the house. Mm-hmm. I would say. So yeah. that was always, like, a situation. But our senior year, 
we did like travel um to Puerto Rico twice and the fall break one we just went there um with my brother like and my mom and we had like 10 hour layovers in the Fort Lauderdale airport like they're so long (laughs) so long and it's so late and there's like one restaurant open so we go and get like 10 bags of chips like mini bags and we like open them up and we were like sampling like the ones that they had and like there two people like walk by us and they're like see there is food those girls right there have a buffet of chips (laughs) like that described (laughs) us perfectly yeah if you don't know us like our favorite food is like hints of lime tortilla chips Okay, yeah. So, in terms of the ranking of chips, we love the tortilla. We love the hint of lime. We love, like, a thick tortilla, like a homemade. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's these ones, the Ann Arbor Tortilla Factory, that are yeah. literally so good. Also, our newest discovery is that, like, cheddar ruffles. Sour cream and cheddar ruffles. So, like, regular Doritos and Cheetos we always loved. And Allie loves Cheez-Its, which are, have boon in them, but she loves Cheez-Its. So we well, like- I love hot Cheetos and Takis. So we felt like they were in the same vein as, like, they're kind of like a sour cream and onion, but they're, like, cheddar. Yeah. Cream and onion, yeah. they're literally the best. So we, that was, like, our senior year. Um, But we went to Puerto Rico with my brother, and for some reason, he just, like, didn't bring any flip-flops. Like, he only brought lo- <laughs> loafers, and he was like, this is the only shoe I own. We were, like, <laughs> we were, like, wading through the ocean with this indie beach. And he did Ferragamo loafers. Yeah, so I'm like, literal Ferragamo loafers. And when we, like, bring up to him that we think that's a little weird, he's like, what? This is all I got. <laughs> we're like, okay. In the sand. We were like, okay. And so this one day, Jack is in the shower, and my mom is doing laundry. And she literally, like, yells from the laundry room and, like, jumps out and slams the door. And we're like, oh, what happened? And, like, we're in the living room, and she's like, there was, like, a snake and like a literal snake so we're like okay like let's wait for jack to get out and like he can get it so jack is out of the shower my mom's like there's a snake like there's a snake in the laundry room and he's like yeah i know <laughs> and my mom is like what do you mean and he's like i know and he was thinking that she meant like a strain snake or something like for the drain so my mom was like go in there but then ali had like seen snakes explain how you like knew snakes just arizona has a lot of snakes so like ali like was like a little bit well-versed about snakes but so my mom is like, Jack, go in the laundry room, shut the door, and get the snake. And Jack looks at her and goes, what am I to you? <laughs> then he puts on the loafers. And he goes and gets the, the snake was, like, hissing at him in the laundry room. And he goes and, like, flings it off the cliff. It was literally so dysfunctional. And that was our last moment there, so we always remember it. But then we went back for spring break, which was so fun. Our whole house came, and that was, like, a lot like of good times but it was kind of crazy it was super fun it was really fun and then but literally right after we returned from the trip spring break michigan was like we're done yeah so we had spring break and then we left basically basically ann arbor i haven't seen eli since no like literally haven't seen ali since then and that was march and i want to explain I was hanging out with this guy who I always talk about who lives in Chicago. Everyone knows. You guys know him because I talk about him on TikTok. He's a Gemini. And Allie called me and was like, I changed my flight because she thought there was going to be like a travel, like there was, there became travel restrictions and she was worried about them like going to Arizona um, from Michigan. So she had like literally 
called, she kept calling me and I wasn't answering because I was with this guy, but then she's like, please pick up your phone. So I pick up my phone and she's like, I'm leaving right now. So I went home and like helped her pack and literally we were both just like, we could not even look at each other in the eyes because we were so sad. We were devastated. So then we, so we haven't seen each other since then that we've tried, but there's been so many restrictions. But like the thing I miss the most about me and Allie's relationship and like living together is that we would have our coffee together literally every day, no matter what. Because, okay, well, most people in college don't wake up that early, but Eli and I are, like, the earliest risers. We wake up at, like, 6 a.m. naturally. Like, 7 a.m. is, like, you're sleeping in. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, a Sunday morning after going out on a Saturday night, by 8 a.m., we've had coffee, three bars, grocery shopped, gone on a walk. We're getting ready (laughs) for lunch. It's 8 a.m., and we're like, it's lunchtime. Like, Chipotle at 8 a.m. Like, I'm not even kidding. But, like... The coffee chats are what I miss. Me too. And we had a little phase. Well, you had a little phase with Crime Junkie. Are you still in that? Um, no. Remember the one? Can you please explain that one we listened to that was, like, not real? And, like, we to- you told everybody that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there was this one episode of it that, like, I thought was, like, a real-life episode. Because it's someone that I, I, I told this guy... Oh, watch Crime Junkie, it's so good. And then he was like, wait, this one is, like, so scary. So I, like, listened to it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the scariest thing that's ever happened. Because typically Crime Junkie is, like, based on real stories. So basically in the episode, it's, like, this girl's going to babysit, and she's never met the family before. She It was just, like, an ad in the paper. And so, like, the dad picks her up, brings her back to the house, and then, like, the mom is there, and then they leave. And they say the baby's upstairs sleeping. Don't wake it up. Um, if you hear it crying, you can go up there, though. But, like, she never heard a sound. And then she, like, went upstairs to, like, check after, like, a few hours because she was, like, super sketch. And then there was nothing. Like, there was no baby. <laughs> and so then, like, she tried to leave. And then the dad, like, the parents came home. And then she, like, eventually made it out of the house. But, like, it was just the scariest, like, Situation. concept ever to me. And I, so I, I told several people to listen to this. And then one person was, like, this is, like, Well, I was, true. like, it kind of sounds like a script. Like, it's very dramatic. And then... Allie was like, no, these are all based off true stories. So, like, I believe it. I'm now telling people to listen to it. And then eventually someone was like, that was their Halloween episode. It was a joke. Yeah. It was, like, a scary story. Um, But I missed that. And then I also just missed that, like, in Ann Arbor specifically, we had either, like, we just, like, everyone that meets us is either very hot or very cold, like, as a duo. So, like, as individuals, we're great. But everybody who meets us, it's either so hot, like, absolutely in love or very turned off like maybe never would be our friend yeah like they either just like look at us and hate us or they look at us and like they're diehard like fans love loving fans literally like fans and like there's just some people that come to mind in my head like when I think about our fans like there's people that just like like individually we don't really know but as a duo they love us like would die for us (laughs) think that we're just like so funny also I just want to point out like mentioning the duo thing like for some reason everyone thinks like they have to do things like with both of us at once not just one of us so like Eli like ended things with this guy and like next day he like unfollows me on all forms of social media I'm like what I'm like why does have anything to do with me like it would always be a package deal like I both of our exes have reached out to like each other about like the other one because like they couldn't get in contact with us they knew like the only way to contact us would be to talk to the other person. Yes. So yes. then we both get blocked. We both get unfollowed. Because they know that, like, 
<laughs> like when you know the like the saying like oh like don't tell anyone well my best friend doesn't count like before you tell me not to tell anyone she knew yeah <laughs> like yeah. I'm already calling her um also Allie like probably the biggest lesson that she ever taught me was like always just to be a girl's girl because Allie is okay so I think it's a Sagittarius thing but also just who she is in general is that she's always a girl's girl and she's so she's very independent so like I I don't rely on people but I'm like always want to give people like 10 chances to like prove themselves when they're so mean but she would always tell me to like kind of like put my self-worth at a higher level and like actually have learned so much from her I think that she should be a relationship advisor and I'm very serious when I say that yeah that's like my career goal for like later in life no I really think you could be either a matchmaker or a relationship advisor because like you know that she also knows the vibes immediately like she could look at someone and be like that's not a good energy or like that's a very good like that's good like they're a real person that we like like (laughs) yeah meanwhile like I just simply can't do that at all but I think that kind of goes into like how our like our best friendship is perfect because we complement each other like so well. Like I don't like spicy food and Allie loves spicy food and then but like we both like Mexican food. Or like Allie like Allie loves um like all things chocolate and like chocolate peanut butter and I really like vanilla peanut butter, like the flavors together. Or like there's just so many, like so many good ones. Like we both love the same kind of protein bars, but we like a different flavor. And it's like that it's like that with literally everything, including our taste in boys, like we both think each other's, like, guys that, that, that we're seeing or whatever are cute, but, like, we would never go for the same guy. Yeah. Ever. Like, ever. Yeah. Ever. But, but, like, I'm always, like, oh, he's so good for you. Like, he's so cute. Like, I'm never, like, ew. But, like, we would just never really go for the same guy. Never. It's, like, it's never even been close to an issue. No, it's not. Ne- like, and that's why I'm just, like, it's so good because, like, I've never even thought about fighting over a guy with Allie. Yeah, never. It just would never become a situation. And, like, not that it's a bad thing to fight over a guy, but, like, I have plenty of friends that it's become a situation or an issue. And, yep. like, with Allie, it's just, it's, I know it's never going to be one as well, which is why never. it's good. But also, yeah. like, I just wanted to discuss our future plans a bit. So, <laughs> we've always had this plan that we were going to move in together and just, like, be, like, partners for life. <laughs> because I'm not kidding when I say that, like, I only have good days when I'm with Allie. Like, I don't really need, like, a husband. Oh, my God. We want to, like, have the same kind of dogs. And we thought about opening a coffee shop that's, like, coffee shop bookstore. Like, maybe, like, a little shop that we, like, sell cute stuff. But then it's also, like, really good treats, like pumpkin lattes all year round. Well, we were going to – so we were going to do that because her brother, Eli's brother, like, loves to be, like, the cooking – latte situation so he was gonna take over that and then it, it, one side of the restaurant would be like a little bookstore for Eli <laughs> the other one would be like a little therapist a little therapist so you can go and get your like any counseling any relationship counseling come to me you know, so basically you go get your like really good pumpkin latte and like gigantic pumpkin like muffin and then you get a book and then you go to a little bit of therapy and then you just leave and it's like such a good experience for you yeah all the way through yeah. So, like, that's kind of, like, the end goal, but, um, if anything, if Allie does get married, which, like, she probably will, um, and not to me, I'm gonna give the best maid of honor speech ever. <laughs> I 
love how you're just delegating yourself to me. I know. People need to know their place. Like, when people are like, oh, Allie's my best friend, I don't even get mad because I'm like, no, she's not. Like, I know she's not. What are you doing? That's so embarrassing for me. Oh, my God. But you know when somebody else calls your best friend their best friend and you're just like, all right. You're like, no. You're like, can you not? But, like, it's the kind of thing where I don't even get annoyed at that. I'm just like, uh, do you not know, like, your place? Bet. <laughs> Bet. It's just like, do you know what's going on? Or, like, when someone's like, oh, I'm Allie's made of honor. I don't even, like, bother to, like, complain because I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, and that goes along with, like, I just, like, we both dated people the other person didn't like, and, like, we could just never marry those people because we have to be the maid of honor at each other's wedding, and, like, we have to approve. Yeah. So, like, don't date anybody that your best friend hates. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a good rule. That's basically a rule of thumb. But I'm coming to Chicago the first week of December, and so we're going to make some content for you guys. Um, so, like, you'll meet Allie in, in real time. Um... Al, do you have any last words? Um, you probably won't meet me in real time because I, like, hate social media, so. Yeah, that's the other thing. Somebody DM me on TikTok and was like, <laughs> somebody DM me on TikTok and was like, is it good for best friends? One person loves social media, one person hates it. And I was like, yes, you need that. You need people that. from Arizona will, like, DM me. <laughs> At least, like, 15 people have DM me and they're like, wait, do you know this girl? She just posted a TikTok and you're in it. And I'm like... <laughs> That's yeah, my best friend from school. I'm like, I don't even have a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you would hate TikTok so much, so it's not even like. I, mean, I will send me like our sometimes our text is just full of like I'm just it's just I'm I don't even respond to her because it's like ten TikToks in a row and I just refuse to watch. She doesn't want, but it's like honestly so much better. Like Ali has the kind of social media footprint that you can't like find out anything about her life if you look at my instagram you immediately like know what i smell like like i God. I give too much away she gives way too much away um but yeah so i'm gonna go to chicago very soon i have like a lot i have a lot to see there but mostly just ali um wait whoa what do you have to see <laughs> the beam <laughs> <laughs> friend in the world at this point so and it's so I'm gonna leave you with this so everybody in Michigan has like a lake house or like a boat or something and like oftentimes like when it's nice out people will like go tra- travel to like the lake houses and our parents would be like oh like so you like you have so many friends like one of them must have like a lake house and a boat where you can like visit the UP which is like the upper part of Michigan like that's like <laughs> that would be so fun and I'm always like I have one friend, and she's from Arizona. <laughs> I have no friends from Michigan with a house or a boat. <laughs> and that's just, like, that's all. That's it. Mic drop. Mic drop. Thank you, guys. We love you. See you soon. Thanks for letting me make a little appearance. Baby, anytime. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you in... A month? See you in a, less than a month, right? Wait, a month yeah. today. Is it a month today? Uh, what day? I'm Can looking on the cow. I'm looking on the calendar. Well, you might be moving your flight, so yeah. Yeah, a month today. So we'll see you then, guys. Love you.